What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Shonuff71, a.k.a. Digger, Dulamite, Purple Bling Bling, yo. And your auditory canals are tuned into episode 148 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. Of course, I'm not in the digital studio alone. Along with me, got my partners in crime. First on deck, we got Dez. We got we got Dez, aka the Bay Area Terror, aka the High Res Hater, aka the Cat Daddy, aka the Gamer Step Daddy. What's going on, man? Uh, not much. Just here uh, talking about games, getting ready for Black Friday. Um, because you know, these games they be on sale and they be calling me, they be calling me, they be calling Joe Moore, but you know, we ain't gonna talk about that now, are we? No, Black Mr. Friday already, already came and went, sir. Black mm-hmm. Friday is alive and well. It's like it's like it's it resurrected early and is yep. roaming, roaming the the streets, at least for games, at least on that. So Yeah, he had his fun, and so did I. So it's all good. And the fun continues. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, of course, that other voice you heard belongs to Trader Joe because our show is a no go without Trader Joe, aka Jabroni Chief. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who is the food max of gaming? Who can maximize your gaming dollar? What's up, man? Not much, man. Just trying to stay constrained and not go cray cray. And it's, it's a, doing okay. Doing okay, but you know, I'm, I'm hitting it, doing some hits when I could get some hits in. It's like, you know, times like this makes me regret buying games throughout the year that I don't play when I should just wait to buy them all at once during this time period instead. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you are not lying, my friend. It's like, oh, this game's on sale. Oh, wait, I bought that five months ago. Oh, wait, have I played it? No, I have not played it yet. Oh, God. You know. No, he's not lying. Cause that's how I am sometimes too. I just be yeah. like, "Yay, I'm gonna go pick up this game." Or why did I just wait? Cause now this game is on sale. Damn, you know, just you know. I guess I, I just gotta keep listening to 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 Kev when Kev's like, "Come on, y'all." You know, Black Friday gets, and I'm like, "No, I need it now." But I don't need it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I do I do a lot of day ones, but. A lot, a lot of the stuff I just I wanted to get, uh, I can just like I can wait until we get like a 60 70 percent cut. But like the perfect the example was that the perfect example was that that Guardians of Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. which is like 29.99 or something, and I'm just like, ugh, because <laughs> I, I went and I bought it. I think I think the reason why I bought it because what I did was because I was just super happy that they had put out a Marvel game that was not trash. And so I was just like, <laughs> you know, so I was just like, yay, I'm gonna go buy it. I'm gonna go support, you know, and it's been fun. But at the same time, I'm just like, man, I should have just waited. Should have mm-hmm. just waited. I was patient and yeah, I, even, I kind of regret even buying it at 30 to tell you God's honest truth, but I'm going to try to uh, bump it up and play it. You play more. it. It's pretty good. Yeah. You play it. Everyone's been raving about, so we'll we'll see. I think you'd like it. You know, better than they know. I I was going to mention Avengers in our news one last time, just just to, like, you know, 
as a final hurrah, but I saw some news stories saying that um, they estimated the cost to buy every costume in Avengers, and you would have to pay $3,200 in Mm-mm. cash money to buy every uh, costume variation in Marvel's you Avengers. Be <laughs> nope. <Mm-mm. laughs> that's, that's not what's up. Mm-mm. Oh, they pulled a, a dead or alive, huh? Uh, that and then some, yes. You thought Technicoi was bad with all the Kasumi, like, you know, bra holders and boob holders <laughs> and whatnot. <laughs> can't do it they should they should be ashamed of themselves they should be ashamed of themselves i hope i hope that exploded in their face me too. i really do <laughs> me too <laughs> mm. but, okay but uh we'll, we'll get on with it as usual our first topic on our docket is going to be the playlist Trader Joe, you're first up, man. What you been playing? Okay, well, let's go ahead and kind of cover everything I've been playing besides Outriders, because we're going to kind of blow it out in a minute. But uh, I got in a little um, shooter uh, kind of uh, mood on here. So I actually fired up some Life Force, the old Konami classic. And I don't know if you guys know, but it is on the Arcade Archives series, uh, Hamsters Arcade Archives on there and it is glorious it's the arcade version it's not the snes version and not snes nes nes version excuse me on there and it is quite fun on there so i'm kind of eager beaver if you either of you two want to play maybe to do some share play and do some co-op that way you don't necessarily have to buy it per se but you know um got like to the third stage you know i always manage not you know, to get too far in the NES version. So I'm going to kind of be at it a little bit so I could, uh, you know, progress further on there. But uh, what you guys have any affinity towards Life Force at all? I know it's one of my, like, favorite NES shooters. I could tell you that. Yeah. I think I've got uh, it, got yeah. it on uh, Hamster. But so I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've got it on there. Yeah, my, I have a deep appreciation and love for that game um it was one of the first konami games that i played it was i remember playing it quite a bit especially with the with the old school konami code i played the crap out of that um yeah so it was the it was the uh, konami code that really kind of uh made me want to um play that game a lot a lot more and i, I beat it you know because um of the Konami code. <laughs> yeah, I but need he, to double check to see what other Konami like arcade versions of those games, like maybe Gradius Two, might be on there and see on there because that would be quite awesome to be firing up on my PS4. So they also had a code, if I'm remembering, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they had. There was also a code for you to bring out the uh, the options because you know when you die, you lost everything that you built up to that point, and there was a code that would bring back your options the little orbs that shot along with you and i think you could bring that. back yeah i think you yeah you could because that's how i finished uh life force on the nes <laughs> because hmm. I, I wouldn't have been able to finish it otherwise even with the even with the the multiple uh lives because once you start once you come back you have like no firepower whatsoever and there was another. You had to enter once you you respawned. You put that other code in, and it gets you gives you your options, and it also gave you 
Um, I can't remember. I don't think you could choose. A, you had to grab the weapon. Uh, like my favorite was the laser and that that the one that shot those those sound wave looking lasers too. I like those two, but it would at least start you off with rapid fire of your normal and and your options, and that's how I was able to finish the game. Yeah, see, this <laughs> version is the arcade version, so so all I like yeah. to do is keep pumping quarters, and you're pretty much good. So yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. So no so need to worry about that. No Konami code necessary on this one. This is arcade version, so you can put as many credits and. You know, Konami back in its day, its code is thinking you're pumping quarters and making them operators money and making them money. Yeah, guess what? You're just continuing your game. So <laughs> on there. So I also been been playing this other game called Jinogu, uh, which recently just came out like about a week ago. Uh, this, that's the Japanese pronunciation of this game. But this game was originally a Genesis game back in the day that for whatever reason I never played. But uh, the English name of this game was called Wings of War on here. So the protagonist kind of looks like a, basically a guy ripped straight out of legendary wings. Uh, uh, Capcom's like, uh, you know, mythical based, like uh, top down shooter. But this is a side scroller. And literally, this is just screams out Genesis side scrolling shooter. Kind of really? gives me some Thunder Force 2, Thunder Force 3 vibes on there and I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it on there so uh the publisher that brought this out uh, i believe it's uh, east asia soft no it's not east asia soft let me figure out who the publisher is a second here sorry uh rather the tala <laughs> games on there excuse me mm. I even know how to pronounce that, so uh, that's that's my butchery. But it is on sale. It came out for everything under the sun. It's like six ninety nine. Uh, it's on sale right now for five fifty nine. But this thing is just like it's it's beautiful. It has parallax scrolling up the yay yay from <laughs> Genesis games from back in the day, and it's just a lot of fun on there. I you know I'm I'm about three or four stages in and you know it's uh I wouldn't say it's bullet bullet hell ish, but it is close. Uh but they added so many like uh modern conveniences to the port when they brought it over. They um went ahead and added a rewind mode. So I'm thinking I'm playing Forza Horizon. Well guess what? I'm playing a shooter so it's like you know I think I could rack up a, a good score with a rewind function. I think I can. So it's just kind of getting me a feel for the patterns and whatnot on there. And some of the parallax scrolling actually threw me a for a loop because it's like rotating the screen so much. I got dizzy for a second just because it's uh, just crazy. You know, you got to think back in the day what kind of advances they did with that parallax scrolling with the, everything on the Genesis. And so just kind of bringing me back a bit and so i definitely enjoyed what i played of that so far too and you know thank god my old hands they have an auto fire option as well that you can enable so uh because i want to sit here and just uh do the claw method and sit here banging my um you know a button or whatever or my x button on my playstation controller to shoot because you know i'm not uh doing those 16 shots a second or anything like that anymore it's like my arthritis starts kicking in on my damn <laughs> ligaments on my fingers and stuff so it's like uh, <laughs> i will take auto fire any day of the week thank you so but i uh, definitely would give that a heartiest recommendation i'll continue to give progress reports as needed uh 
Fantasy Star Online 2, New Genesis. Me and Desmond are still kind of poking around uh, with that game. I'm still trying to level up my Braver class. We're kind of getting ready for the next uh, content to drop, you know. As much as they want to drop new classes and, and whatnot, this game really needs some further content beyond what's on there. Uh, does this seem wrote to you, Desmond, still? Or since you were, like, gone from the game for a while and popped back in, is it still, oh, it's a same old PSO2. Oh, well, boy. Um, I don't want to say that um, because... <sighs> Because I really do like it. I think that's the thing about it is is I really do like it. It's just you're not kind of. I mean, you're not lying. It does seem a little rote. And so when you and I don't want it to be like that. I I want to come to it and 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 have something different or have a different experience. And so when I started playing it, I was like, oh, you know, this is this is cool. And I started getting back into it. And I was like, this is fun. I'm enjoying this. This is great. But then it really started to hit me that it was still a, a lot of the same old. Um, the same old. So I couldn't really get all that, you know, into it. <laughs> it it's because so, of the free to playness of the game that it almost it's like it seems, even though it's not written as an early access game, it's basically an early access game on there. And I mean, if I had more content to uh, devour, I would be devouring it. You know, it's almost like, uh, you know, we kind of say when Destiny 2, a season lasts too long and we're just sitting there just doing a bunch of patrols and grinding for weapons and that kind of thing. There's not even a lot of grinding for weapons in this game. You just got to wait for the seasonal events to kind of roll around and, and uh, get some of the points from killing enemies. Then from there, the Halloween music is like, awesome they're still doing a halloween event even it's third week in november right now on there i think that's probably uh ending pretty soon and uh the gameplay is still on lock in my opinion and the different character classes kind of throws it in there i'm just looking for something different more different areas to explore that kind of thing so same i mean to be completely honest that's exactly what i'm looking for too just a little bit more and i know that they added the um the the sand area and they added the braver and it's just getting to that area to play that content is now what i'm trying to is is what i is what i really kind of want to do so yeah the sand area doesn't come until december along with see i know that they're i see and i know that they're 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 bringing it in but at the same time i'm just kind of like this is just still not i don't know um i <laughs> I just want it to be a full-fledged, just like better game. So. Yeah, for sure. We'll see what happens. You know, maybe after uh, Microsoft's, uh, you know, supported this game, maybe they could, you know, do a soft launch, bring it out multi-platform, and you know, when it's 1.0, kind of get get the ball rolling. Because I think if people on the Switch and people on PlayStation are playing this, because it's out for both platforms in Japan, it just happens to be that you know. Uncle Phil's gaining it for the West because he's paying a foot in the bill to translate it into English, basically. So. As he should. Yeah. Yeah, you he's know. like, mm-mm. You know, Uncle Phil's like, you want this? Pay me. 
Now I think Sega's paying him back with some exclusivity to his platform. As That's what I mean. He's like, yeah. you want this? Let's get let, let's talk money. Let's talk money. Yeah. Uh, also been playing some Forza Horizon Five. Not too much on there because uh, there was another racer that just kind of blipped up out of, out of nowhere. And it happened to be a, a game that I played back in 2005 on the 360 that uh, became backwards compatible, of all things. So I've been playing some Ridge Racer 6 on there. So we'll talk about more about that shenanery in the news. Uh, but there is a bunch of new back compat games and some games with FPS boost that became um, launched upon the 20th anniversary of Xbox, the celebration at least on there. And... Uh, you know, Ridge Racer, um, I wish, you know, Namco would bring this back. You know, I don't know why it's on ice for so long. If they could manage to bring out a new Tekken every so often, a new Soul Calibur even. I mean, they have, unless, you know, the people that made the original Ridge, Ridge Racer or even the latest versions of the game. Um, maybe they're not in-house anymore. I wish they were because, you know, uh, we need more arcade-style racers in this world. No matter how good, bad, and different they might sell, you know. Do we though? I uh, know. <laughs> At least for me. <laughs> At least for me. But I just had to. I just had to sit, put that out there just to see what you do. <laughs> Got it. You're gonna be play devil's advocate. I mean, I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But... <laughs> so. But then also, last but not least, uh, I've been playing a fair bit of Outriders, a game that we were loving at one point and kind of dropped like uh, no one's business. And now we're back in the fold due to the recent update. So I want to go and kick it over to you, Des, and we could talk a little bit more about Outriders. I've been enjoying uh, what I've played so far. Um, I picked, I forgot the freaking Pyromancer. Pyromancer. I'm a pyromancer. Man, stuff up for money. Burning stuff up for money. So burn yeah, how we're... you want me to burn. He's a pyromancer. <laughs> so yeah, so Joe and I restarted. So we started from the beginning, but now that we know what we're doing, we're kind of burning through the content. Um, and it's not. That's one of the things about the the um the gameplay the second time around that I think is kind of interesting, a little weird, but kind of interesting is that you have to complete whatever mission you have in that certain area. And then once that mission is done, it opens up the side missions. And then you, except for the, except for the, the, the um, historian missions, you can just go and get the historian missions when you're done and then come out, you know, but all the other side missions, and there's usually one or two, depending on the area that you're at. And so for that, it's kind of weird because it it adds a little bit more to it, which is fine. You know, I should be like, oh, this is great. We get we get a little bit more to do. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, mm. so so that's fine. Um, I started a so we switched. Joe was playing uh, a tech a technomancer, and then I was playing a pyromancer, and then we switched. And Kev was like, I ain't starting over again, which I don't blame him. And then um, because he had his slab of beef, the, 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 at the beginning of the game, there was this, you know, you got that legendary and people were farming for it and he got a really good one. So he's like, nope. <laughs> um, so 
So, but we're all up to the same level now because again, once all the craziness happened at the beginning with the um, uh, with the uh, deleting of the of the items and stuff being missing and all this other stuff, it kind of made it like, okay, we have to put this game on ice for a while, and we really weren't going to pick it up until uh, People Can Fly came out with this really big um, update, and I thought that that was fantastic, and it really has made the game a little bit smoother. A little bit uh, smoother um, in its execution, uh, which I think is great. Um, I really needed that for myself to kind of say, okay, like they they had had any um, any kind of um, what was it? Uh, it was all kind of radio silence, and then they were like, okay, here's here's the big bug fixes and all the fixes, and then in the fall or the next year, early twenty uh, twenty two, we're getting you know New Horizons, which is a new a new DLC for the game for more stuff. So I think they really heard the feedback from people, and they did a and they did a. I think they tried their best to update and change the game to make it more of what people wanted and fix a lot of the problems. And so if, 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 a, if a company or a developer is going to do that, you know, really try their hardest, I'm like, okay, I'll give it another try. And I really enjoyed it so far. So, so I'm, I look forward to playing it with Joe uh, and Kevin when we get together. Um, I still think the gunplay is pretty snappy. I'm really enjoying the Technomancer's class. It really fits the bill for me. I can hang back, let Joe and Kev go up and do what they need to do, and I'm sitting there in the back sniping with and you know putting up my my turrets and stuff, kind of adding support. So I'm really in my element now. I'm really enjoying the game. Um, so I will I'll continue to play it. Um, and I kind of want to see what happens. I want to beat the the campaign and see what happens. So if they're up for it, you know, we'll definitely be playing it for a while. Uh, what is your feeling about returning to it, Kev? Honestly, I didn't think I was going to. Um, I was really salty about how people can fly handled the inventory delete. I was really salty about their response to their fan bases complaints and basically i was just salty all the way around <laughs> and i was not really a fan of how they responded so my i really wasn't intending i really was not intending to play um the when it when it dropped on game pass i was like well okay i'll check it out there but then, and I thought I thought we were going to play it there, and <laughs> then it was sight. Well, yeah. blame Joe for that. <laughs> we could have. I mean, there is a way to do crossplay. I remember doing crossplay with Eric Bouchard of GH. It's Brady. too was late. It's I know, <laughs> but you know, I went ahead because the game's affordable. It's like twenty bucks. It was like eighteen ninety nine used, and uh, you know, listeners, Gerald, listeners. John BT both bought the game this week too. So all for PS5. And to me, it's like, you know, do we rather put a code in and do multiplayer uh, cross platform and have to use Skype or just chat, chat it up on PS5? I mean, on PlayStation at least. Yeah, I never sold be. So I was good to go wherever. Yeah. So, so. But, but yeah, I really had no intentions of going back. That's, that's, uh, because of their response but having come back to the game post this update 
the only thing that I experienced negatively was that at some point, uh, you and Joe disappeared off my screen, hmm. like completely. So I, and not only that, but the waypoint disappeared off my map. So I don't know. <laughs> I have huh. problems trying to figure out where the heck y'all went. That was really the only glitch that I've experienced thus far. The one thing I've kind of noticed that they've added, aside from the quality of life things, which were sorely needed, sorely needed, um, I've noticed some animation and graphics details. Like you can, when you move from one direction to another, uh, your character kind of takes the what a more realistic adjustment in his footwork to change direction. So I kind of like that. That's um, a, a neat little, and it's very minor uh, animation graphic uh, update kind of adds to the realism. Your guy doesn't stop exactly on a dime. You know, he'll take like a half step when you stop moving. Uh, the court, the um, uh, cover mechanism seems to work a little bit better when you're moving from cover to cover before this update. I know my my character, what I experienced often was I would because for those who haven't played, it's very similar to if I'm remembering correctly what they did in Division, where you could put uh, or aim at a not aim with your weapon, but look in the direction of a piece of cover and hold down a button and your character would move from one point of cover to another. Before the update, my character would often just, he would move to that, uh, that next point and just stand there. He wouldn't take cover. I had to hit the butt, keep hitting the button to make him take cover mm. again. So that has changed. I haven't experienced that again. The core gameplay is fun. Uh, but like I said, because of the way they acted, I really hadn't planned on going back. But uh, since the update, it's, it's, been, it's been enjoyable. I, I really can't think of anything uh, negative to say uh, about, the, about this game as it is now i'm thinking the gameplay is a lot more snappy and a lot more responsive than what i remember it being and uh, part of my kind of impressions is that i got some like seepage from uh aliens fire team kind of coming through a little bit because it's kind of similar in wheelhouse and uh, i don't want to compare apples and oranges here but it just seemed like uh you know compared to aliens that's a little bit more responsive and a little bit more uh, uh, where I'm just feeling a lot more gameplay out of it than Aliens, per se. And I don't want to compare the two, but at the same time, that's where I'm thinking uh, I'm getting it, my impressions like, oh, this feels a lot better than what it used to. And I might be blending in my uh, gameplay impressions from Aliens Fire Team as well. So. Which is good. I mean, that's what we compare these games to each other, and and I I personally think that I don't know. I just I, I I completely agree with you that the the gameplay does feel a lot snappier. It does feel that you can run and gun a lot better. Um, 
um, the 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 anomaly powers that I have seem to feel a lot better. I don't know. It just it just it just there seems to be uh, an extra level of of polish that they added to the game that made it a lot better. So yeah, the the anomaly powers you seem like they regenerate pretty quickly. So it's almost like uh, your uh, gunplay is important, but at the same time, your gunplay on with your anomaly powers, it's something where you're combo, you know, doing combos and making sure to, you know, obviously when you're fighting bosses to pop things at a certain time and time it with, you know, your people that you're playing with as well. So yeah, it feels again, it feels like a really uh, it feels like they it feels like they they took the time and they actually were like, okay, let's do this. And so I'm I'm kind of excited for it. So I'm I will continue to play it for as long as it doesn't, you know, fuck up. So <laughs> so let's just hope that it continues to be a um a, a good stable uh, game because the minute it starts to get a little poopy again, like I'm out. I just I'm out. Yeah, and definitely let us know out there if you want to play with us. If you uh, go onto the Discord, let us know if there's a particular time you want to play. Um, I'll go ahead after the show is done and add a Outriders multiplayer hub again <laughs> to Discord. It's kind of ironic that I think about a month and a half ago we had one and it was dormant for a while, and I wound up deleting it. So, but yeah, just fine. Like I don't blame you for doing that. We we played it really hot and heavy at the beginning, but other than that, we just were like, you know, we were just done with it, you know. Yeah. And again, I think the reason why was we already talked about it, but it it definitely was a real reason. Like that the game just was in a sorry state at that at that point, and then you know they've really tried to change that and i'm happy for it so are you are you guys more inclined to buy the uh the pay the paid dlc that's coming next year i hope it's not paid but it probably will be but like i hope and pray that it's not paid but it probably is so and if Um, it's paid i don't mind as far as if long as the cost is not super exorbitant so yeah yeah if it's like well, I, I hate to say it because my like I think I'd say like if it was like nine ninety nine and it gave us some a pretty a pretty strong amount of um a content and sure but I can't see paying anything more than like fourteen ninety nine so and if it's super expensive well then I'm just gonna have to wait for a Black Friday sale so because I can't I just can't see myself spending that much money on it you know and that's that's just that's just the truth Ruth <laughs> I just can't see myself doing that. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. So we'll see what happens. Okay, what else you've been playing besides Outriders? I've been playing Ultra Age, and um, I'm at the end boss, and I don't know. It's almost like this end level, this end boss, was the people that coded this game just said, "Screw it, I don't, I don't, I don't want to." I don't want to do this anymore. It, 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 I'm having camera control problems. I'm wow. having, um, it, well, it's camera. Con- it's the it's the camera perspective that has changed. The the main, this boss is, it starts off on the ground. It, it's in it's in phases. The next phase, once you get it, work it work its energy level down to a certain point. Uh, it takes flight, and this is where everything just turns to crap. 
it will fly off screen mm. and the camera will not adjust to where it is. And every other boss fight in this game has been, you know, like devil may cry level precision with re with regard to the camera and how it positions every boss fight. I mean, or every group enemy group battle. I mean, there have been a couple where I, I've been cheap shotted to death uh, and an off screen enemy kind of gets in that last cheap hit. And it's like, OK, but it's never it's never been um, an, a real issue. It's just something that props that pops up every now and again. But this boss fight, this thing zips around so freaking much that once it's off camera, it's like the 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 camera forgets that it was ever there. So you have to reposition the camera so you can see where this thing is coming from. I have I have done the individual lock on, all that, and when it disappears, the the camera's oop. I, I don't know where you went. <laughs> and that really puts you at a disadvantage because this thing moves so damn fast. If you don't know where it's zipped off to, you're not going to see it coming. And the whole premise, the whole precision premise that this game had established from the very beginning is just tossed out the freaking window. Mm -hmm. And it, it, I, I don't really understand what happened to it because, I mean, Ultra Age is a, is a good game, but it this last boss fight is just it it's just just falling apart, and I'm I'm really really I can't really recommend it now. I'm and this is why this is why I I I prefer to say what I when I talk about games I'm giving impressions until I roll credits. Because this is something that if someone is reviewing the, the game and they didn't finish it, they'd never get to this point. And they wouldn't, they wouldn't be able to tell people, okay, it's a great game until you get to that last boss and everything just, just, just turns to doo-doo. Mm. And <laughs> that's exactly what, what has happened with Ultra Age and is so, so disappointing. <clears throat> Yeah, it seems super so, frustrating. Yeah, I I honestly don't know if I'm going to finish it. To, uh, mm. I I really don't know because you don't just restart at the boss battle, right? The way that they're doing this, and that's and that was another thing I mentioned last week. They give you a boss review, so you fight three other bosses that you that you already fought before. They fight the exact same way. And it's just like padding that that really irritates me when they do this in games. So you got to do a boss review. Is it is it two or is it three? Because okay, I fought you fought the giant warthog, and you fight the the giant cougar looking thing. Okay, so it's two. <clears throat> Excuse me. So you fight two bosses in a boss review, which it was completely unnecessary. So then when you get to the third one, you open this and they they call them warp gates. You got to go through the warp gate because of, because of reasons. And you get to the third one and you get to the end when you fight the last boss. When you die at a boss battle, it starts you in the beginning of the warp gate. So you have to go through this 
kind of like very simple maze just to get to the warp gate that takes you to the boss fight. So you got to go back and do and it. And it's not necessarily problematic. The only time it's problematic is when you don't have enough blades, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, that are effective against the enemies that you're fighting in that, in that area. Like, um, in the third in the third warp gate, there's a lot of robots. So robots are weak to the electro blade and the charged um, and the charged great sword. That's that's what I call it. It's it's called uh, something else, but it's the name is escaping me now. If you are are short on those resources that can generate additional blades for those two for those two swords, you're in you're it, it's going to be a struggle. <laughs> because you're not able to exploit their weaknesses effectively. Uh, so fortunately, where I'm at, I have plenty of blades, you know, to deal with it. So it's not a uh, it's not as a big deal to go back when I get when I die at that boss and go back and do those couple of uh, maze levels again. It's just annoying. And then getting to the boss battle, I can I can whittle him down to his I whittled him down to his third and final, I think it's his final phase. But he just keeps warping and I gotta refocus and eh. this is so, my final phase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh that's really all I've been playing. Um so to finish up what I've been playing real quick, um I so along with Outriders. I did start ESO again, um, or Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, I've been looking for a really good online game to play. I don't know why, but I really just want to play an online game that I can pop in and pop out of um, and not have to worry about it. And with the Blackmore, sorry, the Blackwood DLC was super on sale, so I bought it. And um, I've been exploring Tamriel again. I, I pop back in and out from that game every so often. And this was more so, I think, because of PSO. Because I wanted something that was kind of like PSO, but but not. It's a fantasy type game. So this is, you know, and I really like the the history and the lore for ESO. So I figured, okay, let me try this again and see how it is. And it's just the same old, you know, ESO, which which is what I which is what I like. So I'll play this for a little while until I get bored with it and put it back down. Um, again, this is one of those games that's just going to keep chugging along. It has so much stuff with it that it can be kind of daunting to start. But um, but again, I think I think it's a fun game, um, and I'm going to continue on with it. Um, and then the last game that I've played was uh, I got this on a cheap sale which was Citadel Forged in Fire or Flames or something. I don't remember. Citadel Forged in something or another. So, so it was like $13. Forged uh, with fire, sir. Forged with fire, yes. yes. Uh, yeah, so I got that. And it's another uh, multiplayer online game, but it's more based around magic. And so you build magic spells and you can... It's, a, it's like a hybrid MMO uh with with base building and stuff but you don't have to worry about eating or sleeping or or um 
stamina or stuff like that. It's just, you know, you're a wizard and you create your magic spells versus different things that you find in the wilderness. And so while the game is a little janky, it is it is enjoy it is enjoyable and there is a lot to do in it. Um I don't know about the base building as I've never really gotten into base building type stuff. So it's very it's interesting that this game has that because I don't know if I'm going to do it or not. And I've been like, I, I jump into a, one of the larger servers. Um, and so you're running around the open. It's like one huge map. The map is huge. And uh, there are three points where you respawn and there's a lot of player housing around it. And just some of the stuff that these people have built is just amazing. And I'm like, you guys must've spent a, you know, a lot of time sitting around uh, doing this because this is bananas. What you're what you're doing right now is bananas, and you need to stop. <laughs> I mean, you need to stop. But it's like I'm just very surprised by all of the stuff that they have built. It is pretty crazy. So, so I don't know. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna be that into it. If I'm just gonna like a buy a little hut or something. I don't know, but. But again, um, it's been fun. I like creating the I like creating the spells and and the stuff. But but the game the game is sure jank and it's but it was twelve dollars. So I figured okay, twelve dollars on a sale. I could put it on, play with it, no harm, no foul. And that's pretty much what I got. And um, and you can tame animals and stuff, and you can fly around, and you have wands and various different types of of weapons. So it's it's just a very interesting concept. I wish the graphics were a little bit better. A lot of the there's a lot of weird ragdoll physics going on cuz like there's a spell where you it's like a nature spell cuz everything is based off like, you know, light, dark, fire, freeze, you know, stuff and ice. And these are all the different spells and you make different spells, four different types of spells and you can add different stuff to the spells to do different things. So it's really kind of cool how how it's set up like that um but this is one nature spell and it 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 shoots some vines at at the at your enemies and it knocks them into the air but there is no like good physics for it so like the bears and the and the dire wolves will run at you <laughs> and you'll hit them with the spell and it looks like it looks you remember those old those old like plastic uh duplo animals that don't have any movement or anything it looked like that and you hit it and they fly up in the air and it's like this static creature kind of flies up in the air like and a man out of like, plastic yeah it, yeah like a little like, kid is throwing them in the air and seeing exactly. you're watching them fly yeah exactly and i'm just like okay <laughs> i'm just like okay so so ragdoll but, it, but that's the thing. Like, it'd be funny if it was like a ragdoll physics where their hands kind of flew around. But no, it's like they completely stop what they're doing and they just kind of like fall, fall up. Like their legs aren't moving or anything, but they just kind of like flow like these bricks. It's just you just have to look at it. It's it's just so hilarious. So I, so again, I'm just kind of like, okay, you know, this is this is the game. And, but I don't know if I'm gonna for how much how much longer I'm going to be playing it because it is just so silly. So, but hey, 12 bucks on a sale. I have a whole bunch of credit 
leftovers, so I took them, I took some chances, but but the game is pretty crazy. But, but those are the games that I've been playing. So um, been a light week. I'm really interested to play Outriders with with you all though. So, but that's it. All right, so that's going to bring us to our next topic on the docket, which is going to be the main event. All right, Des, you got the mic. All righty, so thank you to everyone who who took the time to participate in our main event. Always want to say thank you. Uh, so the question was, what are you planning on buying during Black Friday? Which games are on your must-buy list? Are you planning on buying anything else gaming-related as well, such as consoles, TVs, etc.? Let us know your plans, and we will discuss it on our next show. So first off, Gerald on Discord says, this Black Friday, all I'm looking for is a GPU, either the RTX 3080 or the RX uh, uh, 6900 XT. I know I probably have a better chance of winning the lottery. Also, like Alberto, probably will be looking at at Steam sales. And also maybe PlayStation as well. If I can pick something up, I will. I will. And if not, no big deal as I still have so much on the backlog. Me too, buddy. Uh, have a great show. Looking forward for your feedback. So since you guys are the computer folks, how likely is it that Jira will find these two um, these two uh, graphics cards? Like, not hard, not at all? Nothing? You think he's going to get it? Or or what, should he just buy a lottery ticket and, and cross his fingers? I mean, what what are your thoughts? <laughs> I think you'll get them. Uh, you'll probably have to get them to buy them direct. Oh, really? Uh, from from the manufacturer from their manufacturer's website. Uh, I haven't checked recently, but I the last like the last time I checked, they were asking like what what was it? I think just for a twenty eighty super, which is last gen. Not even this gen, last gen. They wanted uh, $1,800, $2,000 in the, af- in the, in the uh, aftermarket. So, yeah. yeah, not even the current, not even the 30 series cards. Um, so I think if he monitors the, the websites for AMD and NVIDIA respectively, I think he's got a better chance of getting it direct than maybe than these um, retailers if he doesn't want you know obviously not wanting to pay the uh, the poachers prices that's what i'm calling them <laughs> scalpers these guys are poachers yeah there's a couple <laughs> of places you could get these uh, best buy every so often has an event they've had a couple of in store like and we're going to have them at these stores where you know at 10 o'clock we're open and it'll be available here and people wait in line to grab them in store and then new egg also has their shuffle like lottery you could put yourself in and if you get picked then you have an opportunity to get the super the greatest card as well you know our mutual friend dom actually wound up getting into the new egg sh- shuffle and won mm. the opportunity to be able to buy a graphics card for like 8.99 or some ridiculous price. really yeah yeah and he paid the eight ninety nine because they're hard to come by. So that's that's wow. what uh, top of the line gaming is on PC right now. Is that if you want these top of the line graphics cards, I'm looking on uh, Best Buy right now. The R- RTX uh, thirty eighty 
just NVIDIA GeForce card uh, is six ninety nine ninety nine, and it's sold out, obviously. So. Oh yeah. Like yeah. no, I can't. I can't bring myself to pay that. Like I will. I will ride this computer out until it is old and gray and explodes on my shelf. I don't think that I can, like. That's like that's that's crazy money. So. Well, if if you mainly game on computer, I mean, I guess that's the way to go. The RX uh, 6900 mm. XT, uh, according to prices on Best Buy right now, there's two cards, uh, one from MSI, one from VX, uh, XFX, and they're both uh, 999.99. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> Cheap. So yeah, I so. can't. Yeah, I can't I, I'm. I'm I'm not going back to PC gaming ever. I don't think I'm console for life because of the way that these companies have acted. And I'm not talking about the 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 poachers. I'm talking about Nvidia and AMD have raised their MSRP prices on their cards themselves to capitalize on the shortages and that's I yes. think that's disgusting. I think I really do think that's because they're already making hand over fist. Because a card sold is a card sold. They don't care who's buying it. They don't care if it's scalpers buying it or or it's or yeah. if it's their primary uh, their primary customer. But then they turn around and raise the MSRP themselves. Yeah, now, y'all can kick rocks. Uh, problem problem with the GPU manufacturers is that you know Nintendo. PlayStation and Microsoft all have the, you know, razor razor blade conundrum, meaning that they could basically sell this close to cost and make their money back selling software where, you know, NVIDIA and AMD are not going to do that because they don't sell games, you know, so, so if their costs go up, obviously they want to pass along, but they're probably profiting off. They just want to maintain a profit level, I'm assuming so. No, they, they were, they raise those prices just because they're greedy i'm Got not it. buying this oh we don't have the we don't have the you know we I don't yeah i mean all everybody knows there's a chip shortage everybody knows a there's a chip shortage everybody knows that but you know i'm not seeing xbox raising the cost of the series x not seeing sony raising the cost of the playstation 5 man there i'm sure there's reasons that that's not happening but these guys are seeing these cards being sold for almost three times the MSRP value in the black market and getting sold. And they're like, well, why, why can't we get a cut of that? Mm-hmm. No, these guys are just shading. And, and that that's what has turned me off to PC gaming uh, or high-end PC gaming. Because to me, it just doesn't make sense to build a rig that is either equivalent or a little bit better than what your console can do. You know, to me, PC gaming is I'm in it to win it. And I want, I'm, if, if a bad port comes out, I got the brute force to make it run right. That, yeah. that to me is PC gaming. And if I'm not able to do that, then to me, what's the point? I might as well just stick with the boxes that I got. And I, I think that's just what I'm going to do because these guys... It just just left this sour 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 patch kids as far as I'm, as far yeah. as I'm concerned with the way they've acted. 
I agree. I agree. So that's all, all way over my pay grade. I don't know that much about stuff like that. So I'm glad that you guys came in and and said something. So for me, good luck, Gerald. Um, I hope you're not intending to send your kids to college because they might said this RTX and all that is probably going to set you back. So, um, so for me, uh, and I totally forgot about this. And I'm glad you brought it up. Um, I need to look at the Steam sales for Black Friday because I haven't even looked at that. I even think about that. So I'm definitely going to fire up my PC and see what the what Steam sell looks like, you know. And then we'll see if Joe and I, you know, can can kind of pick up some games that we can share. So. But yeah, that's. I'm glad that you brought that up because I was like, hmm. Yeah, that has not that. has not started yet. So I'm probably not going to start until it gets traditional closer. Towards, yeah, Thanksgiving, Black Friday okay. time. So all right, cool. So uh, okay, so uh, Alberto on Discord says this Black Friday, I'm just going to chill at home. I do have my eyes on Steam and their Black Friday slash Autumn sale again. I I'm glad you guys brought it up because I completely forgot about the Steam sale. Although I kept, I think now that I'm thinking about it, Joe probably would have let me know. So, so, but thank you guys for bringing it up. And then lastly, uh, our our friend and yours, Mister Mustard Fred Friend, says on Twitter, um, I say this every year. I'm not buying Call of Duty, and every year I end up buying it. So I guess I grab COD and Battlefield. And if anything is a great deal, I'll grab that also. You know what, friend? Every year is a chance for you to make the right decision, you know, so, so, so uh, just let us know how you like, you know, this, this iteration of COD and we will, you know, talk about it and, and hopefully, you know, you'll like it and um, it'll be better than last year. Hope you get it on a good deal. Um, that way you're not spending, you know, way too much money on it. And if you do end up getting some really cool stuff, uh, let us know. We would love to to hear what you picked up on uh, on this Black Friday. Yeah, definitely so, let us know. Sure. Let us know via the Discord or through uh, gamingvessels at gmail.com. So yeah, yeah, and on our Twitter, of course. Um, so for me, uh, Black Friday, I didn't really pick up that much. I picked up three games. Um, that was uh, Lost Justice. This is our both on Game uh, GameStop. Lost Justice, the um, Super Monkey Ball, and I got uh, Mario. Lost Justice? You mean Lost Judgment? Sorry, Lost Judgment. Thank you. I got Lost Judgment, which is a sequel to Judgment. I got um, Super Monkey Ball, uh, the Super Anniversary Collection, and then I got... Uh, those are both for PS5. And then I got... Um, uh, Mario uh, Party All-Stars. I was looking for a good party game, and I've always liked uh, Mario Party. And I said, sure, let's do it. I really wish there was more than four people that could play that game at a time. But, you know, it, that's still a pretty good amount of people. So so those were the three games that I really bought during Black Friday. There was nothing else. I mean, I did buy that the, the Citadel uh, that was on sale. I was really disappointed with the PSN Black Friday sale. I was very disappointed in it. Um, um, oh, I also bought um, the ESO to uh, Blackwood. But those are the only things that I really thought that that I really wanted. And it really wasn't anything else that really kind of sparked my my like, oh, I got, I really got to get this. So maybe I'm, you know, getting old, or maybe I don't really see that these games are all 
as good as they could be. I don't know, but I was really kind of disappointed with the selection. I'm still looking for a good copy of uh, Spider-Man uh, Ultimate Edition, Miles Morales. But I think I'm going to have to um, just bite the bullet and buy it for like, you know, 49 or something like, or maybe just wait and see if there's something that's going to hit. I don't think so, but I don't Tra- know. Trader Joe's hint on that bad boy is that PlayStation Direct will have that game for PS5, the Ultimate Edition, for $49.99 up until the end of the year. And so basically that's going to be the set price for that game. And so you could, uh, you know, I hate to say price is right, shell game it up, but uh, if you want to keep an eye out out there as far as if it goes lower anywhere and know that you had that quote-unquote ace in the hole with PlayStation Direct to be able to order directly from them, uh, on there anytime between that now and the end of the year uh, that price is going to stay permanent there at least so okay well then there you go i mean it makes sense that they would be doing that so it looks like i'm probably going to have to fork over that cash and buy it but it's fine um i've been wanting to play this game for a very long time and i held that as long as i could so it is time oh. to purchase it Bide your time because it's not Black Friday just yet. So we'll see if there's any odd or off the wall like prices coming up because like uh, there's been some uh, things popping up even before Black Friday that was kind of surprising. So. Um, okay, let's see. And Kev, what, what have you uh, done so far as far as Black Friday? Nothing really. Um... I was hoping to get a TV, but I don't think that's going to work out. Uh, in fact, I know that's not going to work out, <laughs> unfortunately. But uh, I, one thing that has kind of surprised me is that I'm not seeing uh, discounts on services. Uh, I think uh, GameStop, the, one of the GameStop people told me that their annual PSN was going to be down to 40 bucks but and i asked him about the about uh game pass ultimate and he was saying as far as he knows that is not going on di- on sale at least with gamestop and he said he, he doesn't know for she didn't know for sure but he said they would have he, he said there would have been something that they would have been noticed noticed uh notified about so i don't know uh <laughs> which i found really odd uh, I, that's really what I, because I mean, that's how I keep my game pass up and, and my PSN up as well is just getting, get on this, on the discount. Um, and they oh. said like the GameStop guy said that the PSN was going to be 40 bucks or 39.99 and that he did not have any information on a game pass ultimate. Um, so I don't, I don't know. Well, let let the good old Trader Joe come in and poke his head in. Um, GameStop Ultimate right now, Game Pass Ultimate, GameStop Ultimate <laughs> is on sale on GameStop and also on Target right now for twenty four ninety nine for a three month card. That's twenty bucks off right now. So, so it okay. is on sale. He might be talking out of his butt, but. Uh, I'm not seeing uh, PlayStation Plus. Um, I think it's going to be a standard $39.99 for a year everywhere, which is 20 bucks off the main price. And so that's mm-hmm. good. I mean, if you could go to CD keys or something, they might have it a little bit cheaper 
on there. I haven't seen anything for PlayStation now at the moment, but I have to look because my year is coming up on that bad boy on there. So, but uh, um, if you have a Target red card, you get an additional 5% off the $24.99 uh, price mm-hmm. on there. And so that might make it just a shade cheaper, you know, so I'm probably going to look at grabbing three cards that way I could fill her up on there uh, and kind of take care of games pass. I know Des, you have a card too, right? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep on keeping on if need be. So, yeah, I, I think really as, I think as far as like games go, the only ones that I was really looking at was uh, demon slayer and uh, probably guardians of the galaxy. Because uh, both of those are on some pretty good steep discounts, so I might Worth check it. that out. Yeah, I hate to say it, but it's it's. I don't hate to say it. I really. But it's a well, good no, game. I, no, I, no, I just hate to say it because I paid full price for it. But you know, it is what it is. You know, so I'm just like, that's what I get. You know, <laughs> what you where get. where where did you buy it from? I bought it from Walmart. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Okay. Wow. Thanks, Joe. No, I was just thinking because, uh, like, if you buy it from Best Buy, um, I know they have a 45-day uh, return policy. Oh, and it's, it's been it's been longer than 45 days, buddy. Okay. I wasn't sure oh. when it came out. I forgot. So I, I appreciate it, but no, it's been longer than 45 days. So, uh, so Joe, uh, what did you buy? So, everyone, get your popcorn because Joe's going to, you know, regale you on his on his purchases. All right. Go. <laughs> Love how you just like, you know, Black Friday is just an addition to me because, you know, I'm always buying games, unfortunately. You know, I wish I could slow slow my roll a bit. But, it's uh, great, though, because he like, he's like, oh, I made a wish list for you for because Christmas is coming. And I'm like, oh, great. Right. He's like, so I went and bought stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, OK, well, just update your wish list. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, far as what I picked up so far, you know, I'm not counting like Outriders or anything like that. But uh, once the Black Friday sales hit, because they hit really early this year for some stupid reason, they hit like uh, Friday. Uh, somewhere somewhere know, on Thursday, weren't they? I was yeah, like, somewhere was on Thursday. Yeah, in fact, uh, um, I lucked out because GameStop was doing a buy two get one free on new and used, and so the Black Friday sales kicked in over there. I believe it was Friday that I went over there and um, was able to price match and still get um, the Black Friday price. So that's like, you know, it's like whipped cream and the cherry on top of all the deals. In fact, it kind of prompted me to buy stuff I probably wasn't planning on buying. Initially, that's how they get you. But uh, I picked up uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Resident Evil Village, and then uh, Super Monkey Ball, Banana Mania HD, all for PS5. Buy two, get one free, and I got them for a total of 50 bucks total plus tax on there. So Great price. And so I got Monkey Ball basically for free because that was a $20 game, and then obviously Resident Evil Village. too. So for me, I was going to buy Guardians outright to begin with and so to me it's like you know if i get two other games and it's buy one get one free it's like getting both games for 10 bucks each in my mind so and then of course uh, gamestop recently put a bunch of first party nintendo games 
on sale for twenty six ninety nine, which is freaking ridiculous compared so, to. Uh, yeah, those are the ones that I'm thinking about picking up because I was like, oh, you kill it, me, Nintendo. Why are you doing me like this? Yeah, and it's like uh, out of all those games that were on sale, um, Kirby Star Allies was a game I have never checked out, you know, and for whatever reason, I just wanted to add to my backlog. So there you go. That's what I did, and I picked up Kirby Star Outlies, and then, of course, uh, I got it for shipping, so it's like I'm not going to pay for shipping. I'd rather buy another game on top just to go ahead and uh, you know help um, prompt the free shipping. So I picked up this game called The Rift Breaker on there, and that's a recent game that came out for uh, you know PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series. It's on Games Pass right now, but... Uh, I figured for it was on sale for 20 bucks. It's normally 30. I figured, you know, might as well add and check this out. Everyone's kind of raving about it. So, and if I don't like it, guess what? I could go trade it back in. So, um, there's also some like unheralded gems on sale at GameStop right now, whether you want to say it's unheralded or like straight ass trash. Uh, that werewolf game that came out initially <laughs> <laughs> on launch with uh, the new consoles, uh, it's down the werewolf, the apocalypse or whatever this other crappy subtitle is to it. It's a uh, 14.99 at GameStop right now. Mm. And that's thirteen dollars too much. I might pick it up though. Thank you. Got some altered beast uh, a- action mm. going on right there. And it's by the same developers of uh, God. What's that game? trying to think off the top of my head and i can't think um uh, like me some trash <laughs> yeah your euro jank uh blade and fury which is a game that kind of similar to uh, miramasa a bit it's actually a chinese developed game and initially came out it's like it was available on steam for like five to ten bucks and then initially came out for 40 bucks for ps4 and also for switch and uh, lo and behold, no one bought it, and so it's down to ten bucks at uh, GameStop at the moment right now. And I think if you like Muramasa, I think that should be in your wheelhouse as well to check out. And these are kind of like oddball games that no one's gonna pick up or whatnot. And then there was another indie game I just picked up on a whim today called Blue Fire that's out for both Switch and PS4. And uh, I had some GameStop coupons to use so i uh, redeemed that it's, it's a platforming game with some parkour elements and a good cel-shaded style so on there so that's what i picked up so far on here so if i pick up a little bit more uh, i did pick up uh, quite a bit on psn as well not with the quote-unquote black friday sale but they had a really good indie sale that's still going right now on there i don't know if you picked up anything on that does or not um i did not well I guess the Citadel, uh, that is an indie game. So I guess that counted. But for the most part, I didn't pick up anything else. So Yeah, because I went ahead and I wound up, because uh, GameStop is still currently, as of this recording, doing a 50% boost on all trades because, you know, they have to get the games to put on sale on Black Friday for buy two, get one free on pre-owned. So it's like rinse and repeat with people getting into the store. But it's, uh, yeah, there's a, quite a number of indie titles I did pick up as well on there. And then last but not least, I've been keeping an eye on some back compat stuff because of the recent Xbox announcement. So I did pick up like Max Payne 3 for 360 on eBay for like $12 shipped on there so you know i'm i'm kind of looking for god forbid binary domain <laughs> for the 360 really yeah 
because uh, I have other places to play that, but it'd be kind of cool to play it out on Series X with all the back compat and boost and whatnot. So on that, that's the kind of oddball, like robot Terminator-esque game from the Yakuza team on there that came out uh, back in the day for PS3 and PC and whatnot. So, I remember that. I yeah, remember and that game. That, that game, a lot of people felt didn't get recognized as much as it should have on there and so as long as i could pick it up on the cheap and then some people were posting impressions which we'll talk about more in the news but people have been rediscovering because i guess a bunch of dead or alive games went back and pat and dead or alive uh, four dead or alive dead or alive three and then two and ultimate all are back and pat now so on there and uh it's kind of curious to maybe go back to dead or alive four i don't know but uh again as long as it's cheap enough but uh that's me for Black Friday so far. You know, I could probably so talk far. next. Well, Black Friday hasn't hit yet, so who knows? You know, so you could talk about Steam sale, you know, whatever else might pop up too. So, so and we're definitely going to talk about it next um, next episode. We're definitely going to talk a little bit more about what we got for our Black Fridays. So um, if you want to share your Black Friday gifts, please uh, come to our Discord. Um, we have a lot of conversations about sales. We have... Trader Joe's Dealerama, a section, you know, all devoted to just picking up all kinds of deals. So please check us out on our Discord. Kevin, at the end of the show, will tell you how uh, to do that. So I want to say thank you to everyone who took the time to answer our question. Uh, we really appreciate it. So our question for next show is, so... Um, Xbox is celebrating its 20th anniversary, and we want to say, like, what is one of your fondest Xbox memories or a game that you played that just, just was just like a French, uh, a chef's kiss from, from, uh, Xbox, you know, or, or, or a really nice Xbox memory from the last 20 years. I know sometimes we might not be the biggest fans of, of Xbox, though we all have one. Uh, we would love to hear your thoughts about its 20th anniversary and what um, fond memories or playing games with your friends or, or anything like that you have uh, for this for this um, this console. So please, 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 please uh, think about that and let us know. And again, as always, Kevin will let you know how you can contact us at the end of the show. So that's it for me. It's all you, Kev. All righty, all righty. So our next topic on our docket is going to be the news. All right, Trader Joe, you're on deck. All right, good deal. So we got a lot to kind of chew on, and so we'll kind of go over these uh, relatively quickly. Uh, as we referenced earlier in the show, Outriders is getting a major new update. Uh, the new update called New Horizon is the one we've been playing this past week on there. Um, it has fresh missions, fresh and a transmog system uh, before a full expansion arrives in 2022. Uh, so the New Horizon update brings four new expeditions, the transmog system as referenced and the removal of timers from expedition missions as well on there, which we have never gotten to ourselves because we never got to the in-game content previously. So on there, so, and uh, they are obviously rebalancing classes, skills, and mods, and they overhauled the Tiago's Expedition store as well. I think that's like the in-game store that I think, Desmond, you were referencing that, you know, it's good to purchase from. I think if, if I'm not mistaken, right, Des? Yes. 
That's the main in the main city, the main hub. Got it. Okay, and they were looking forward to next year. They said the full expansion will arrive sometime in 2022. It's called World Slayer on here, and they did have a teaser, but the full reveal will have to wait until spring on there. And uh, basically, we're going to have to look about it because, you know, we talked about previously on the show that people comply commented that uh, they don't know if they got paid. They haven't got paid from Square Enix yet because they're trying to crunch all the numbers on there. And, uh, you know, hopefully this is a telltale sign that uh, Square Enix is going to support this game in the future. I know that Square Enix was happy with millions of players playing it on launch, but, you know, granted, it was one of the tentpole at the time, Game Pass games as well. So, and they have called out writers, quote unquote, its next big franchise. Whether that is or mm-hmm. not, we'll have to see what's up with it. But, uh, you know, I want to see them get momentum with this update and with the uh, next expansion and see where it goes from there. I think they should slow roll it. You know, they shouldn't go super fast because obviously, you know, with the launch being kind of bumpy and rocky with all the loot and whatnot that we referenced earlier, that, uh, you know, uh, I want this this grow over time, in my opinion. I don't know if you guys have anything to add regarding Outriders at all. No, I just I, I agree with you. I just want it to to grow. I want it to get better. I think it has a I think it has good bones, um, and I just want them to do better. And it seems like that's what they're doing. So you know, let's do it. Good deal. Anything to add, Kev? No, no. I uh, like I said, I I'm I'm surprised at myself that I'm playing the game again. So, you know, they can just keep up what they've been doing. Um, I think I think the game will have a, a long life. All right. So next thing we want to talk about is a reference kind of in the show previously too is uh, Xbox did have their Xbox anniversary celebration on the fifteenth, which was last Monday on here and the biggest announcement was pretty much was a uh, uh, big old zinger because everyone knew about it ahead of time that <laughs> halo infinite's multiplayer mode was going to be dropping for free day of they shadow dropped it but obviously you could see the shadow coming from a mile away unfortunately on there so and uh the multiplayer mode's in the beta form, and so a lot of people have been complaining. You know, none, of, none of us have played it yet. I do have it downloaded. Uh, a lot of people were complaining about the season pass, especially being kind of grindy and uh, that the uh, fact that the first season is going to last until May, which I'll talk about in a second on there. But they did happen to drop it it's on both Xbox Series X and S and on PC via Steam on there and uh they did update uh i think a couple days ago to um have more progression on the season pass for that so they also showed a teaser for the long-awaited live action halo tv show which is going to come out in 2022 on paramount plus on there so so any thoughts about the halo infinite uh, multiplayer mode i don't know if we're going to be playing it here all that much if necessary is that something you want to try kev I might try it out, but I don't see myself playing playing a first person shooter multiplayer any first person shooter multiplayer uh, long term anytime soon. But I mean, I, I might check it out just to say I I tried it. Yeah, I'm gonna do the same because you know I play plenty of like you know multiplayer Destiny. Like you know every time Iron Banner came around, I was like 
look at my chops, you know, even though look at my chops for the measly bits of, of, of gear that we're dropping after grinding for X amount mm-hmm. of time yeah. on there. Don't miss them days though, but uh, we'll see how the, the loop is with Halo, especially since they quote unquote fixed the past, but we'll talk about that further. So uh, next thing they announced was that 70 games have been announced for back compat that were previously yeah, because it's been a while since they uh, had any updates for the Back and Pat program on there, and so they dropped a bunch of games, uh, notable games including all three Max Payne games, the entire Fear series, uh, the Atogi series from From Software from the original Xbox, uh, Dinner Live Ultimate, uh, Star Wars Jedi Knight 2, and many more on there. Uh, in addition, there's 36, 37 games getting a FPS boost. On there, that includes uh, Cameo, Elements of Power, Near, Alan Wake, the entire Gears of War series, uh, both Fallout 360 games versus Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas, uh, Fear 1 and 2. Uh, I know Dead Space 2 and 3 are also on there, so a lot of games are on there with the higher frame rate with the FPS boost, and that's both for Series X and also for you know our friend here, Desmond, on his Series S as well. Woo-hoo. on there so not sure is that something you want to go back and play something like maybe a fallout 3 or fallout new vegas because i know that's always a good time for you right Des? um yeah i mean i'd play it again um although i would play the only one that i'd really play again most likely would be would be uh new vegas new vegas is amazing such a good game yeah i was looking on my um because I was pulling up in the store and and Lama, it correlates with the friends list. And I said that you you last played it eight years ago is when you last played it. So it actually really? gave the information on there. And I've never played Fallout New Vegas, actually. So I'm uh, thinking, I know it's on Games Pass, but I know the Ultimate Edition isn't. So you do have to pay for the extra content. I believe Fallout 3 has all the expansions for free on Games Pass, but... Uh, I was even debating because I know Walmart has, I think, Fallout New Vegas for like nine bucks for Xbox. That that might be something to grab on there. But uh, myself, I um, obviously grabbed Ridge Racer 6 out of my backlog. I grabbed a copy of Fear that's in there. I installed that. Um, I know Ace Combat 6 was on the list. I don't know if it was just announced with this update, but... Uh, something that got me interested. I'm kind of interested in checking out the Atogi series as well. And I grabbed uh, Fear 1 out of my backlog out of uh, that. And I actually downloaded the first Gears of War to fire that up too. So was there anything on the list, Kev, that caught your eye? Or did you even take a look at the list at all? Uh, unfortunately, it's like all the game, most of the games that I really would have wanted to play are not on this list and if i'm not mistaken i think they said that there will not be any further updates to the backwards compatibility that's correct after this. this this is the last one i mean one game that unfortunately i'm super sad that i traded my copy in with good old 50 cent blood on the sand on yeah. there <laughs> i want to hit that right I want to hit that ramp but i want to pay 100 bucks to hit that ramp i don't have to <laughs> buy that game with a gold crystal skull or whatever you that know. game is worth a dollar 99 at best <laughs> but it was it was fun for what it was but but yeah it's like i've got 
you know, Prince of Persia one and two in particular, Warrior Within. I loved Warrior Within. I was really hoping to see those get added to back compat. Um, I've got a copy of Punisher for the original Xbox that I would love to play again. Was hoping to see that be added. Uh, probably that was definitely going to be a long shot because of the licensing involved, but uh, I was really hoping to see that one come back. And there are some others that I'm pretty sure um, I I don't know. Was Hulk, Hulk Ultimate Destruction added? No, added? not at all. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So a lot of those games I personally would have wanted to play again. I mean, I still can. I've got my original Xbox here in my in my entertainment center. It's just not connected, but it would be nice to be able to just throw it into the into the console that's already connected to the TV. Uh, but yeah, I've you know, I'm glad it's there for those who are interested. Uh, but a lot of the games that I wanted to play again were never added to the backwards compatibility list. So it's kind of eh for me yeah. <laughs> got it i mean one game i know you commented on was red dead revolver that just got added to so mm-hmm. but i'm not sure if you have a xbox copy of that or whether you have a ps2 copy of that so i have and i think it's an xbox copy in fact i'm pretty sure it's an xbox copy because i believe i played it on the original xbox back in the day so i still yeah. have Another game I grabbed out of my game room was Conan for the 360, which is like a poor man's uh, God of War. But, but you I love figured. it. A lot of people hated on that, but I thought it was okay. I mean, it, yeah, it is a poor man's God of War. You know, just like that, just like Wolverine was. Uh, for those who remember that one for 360 and PS3, but I, I thought Conan was 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 okay. Yeah, and. Two games that are on this list that, you know, I haven't played in a long time. In fact, I haven't played the second game and mentioned is Time Splitters 2. I played that quite a bit, but I never played Time Splitters Future Perfect, and I don't have either of those for Xbox, unfortunately. So, but I think they are on the store, so there might be for future purchase, just in case I, you know, fire that up. I don't know if you guys remember the Time Splitters series, but. Some I people do. will really have a good affinity towards it. So yeah, I, I thought they were fun, but I never, I, I was never head over heels over them like a lot of folks were. I thought they were fun though. Yeah, I thought they were fun too. So, but uh, yeah, that's pretty much. Uh, everything you know, the back. one thing, the one thing that I was most excited about, believe it or not, was the documentary that they're going to be doing. Yeah, that's what I was going to mention, too. Yeah, Power On, the story of Xbox is going to start on December 13th. And it's going to be premiering on YouTube and IMDb, Redbox, Roku, and more on there. So, And I'm kind of curious, even though I'm just hoping it's not especially towards the end about, you know, the beating, beating the drum about Phil and Aaron and all the executives at Xbox currently right now that it's an actual legit, um, you know, documentary on there uh, especially There's one fun in that though i know <laughs> we're, we're kind of commenting because me and kev were commenting someone's twitter post had the pictures of uh they had phil spencer air freshener someone made phil spencer mm-hmm. air fresheners for your vehicle you could put a uh, picture of phil up there kind of in our outline we have a picture of phil so it's like kind of 
Not that same exact picture. I, I would pay love or money to have that picture of Phil as an air freshman. <laughs> Not to disparage Phil, but yeah, but I mean the corporate the, the corporate exec worship is a bit much. It, it it really is a bit much, but I I mean I want to see this. I'm I'm hoping that it's it's a a deep dive, particularly into the origins of Xbox, because I know like a lot of people say you know I've heard it say oh you were never an Xbox fan like yeah actually actually I was believe it or not mm-hmm. the original Xbox and even the first half of the Xbox 360 I was very much into the console and I really hope they capture the hunger that they had I mean these guys I mean not that Microsoft at that time was a was was like a a startup in somebody's garage I mean obviously even back then it was one of the wealthiest companies in the world but they were going up they were going into a realm that had been dominated by Nintendo and at that point Sony uh, and that took that took a whole lot of guts, particularly being an American company too. I mean, the Japanese owned the console market globally, really at that point. I mean, there was just and seeing the hunger from the corporate structure that was in charge at that time for the original Xbox, uh, and moving into from that first console into the 360, the things that they were trying to do. I got broadband because of Xbox Live on the original Xbox. That's why I upgraded to broadband back in the day. Um, there was so there was so much hunger and there was so much innovation, and I I'm hoping that they they document that, and you know, and honestly, that's kind of the Xbox I wish was <laughs> was still here, but uh, you know. I'm interested in seeing how how the roots and how the origins of this of uh, the consoles that that I personally had had a lot of fun with. They were were now was Xbox ever my favorite console platform? No, it wasn't. It, it wasn't. Uh, overall, when I look into the when I take into the you know the the spans of it, it was my favorite for a time. Um, but if I look at it, it, you know, it, it does it does it is is an Xbox in my you know top three of comp, my favorite consoles of all time? No, it's not. But it the Xbox was very uh, a big part of my of my gaming uh, platform, and it was my platform of choice uh, going back to the original and the 360, the first part of it. So looking forward to seeing how that that show. For sure. Maybe we'll even give some impressions, even though I know usually our playlist doesn't cover TV and other assorted items. There's like, another show uh, you can go to for that. Yes, there is another <laughs> show you could go to for that. Really all, all about that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Might be a I show that no I'm kind of kind of familiar with a little bit. Too, so. so, you know, what, what are we going to expand it to what you've been reading? <laughs> What else? <laughs> What's in your Kindle library? Yeah, there you go. That's some some hotness. Yes. <laughs> what birds have you watched this week? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, in other Xbox news, we're going to kind of mention the fact of Halo Infinite shadow dropping and whatnot, but the season one has been extended until May 2022. So when they originally were talking about these Halo seasons with Halo Infinite multiplayer or the, just the game itself, uh, they were going to keep like a three to four month cadence, but they basically stated because of the um, way this game's coming in is that Season 1 Battle Pass does not end until May 2022. And also what's coming is that Season 2 is going to bring forth the um, multiplayer for the for the story mode. And so, so, you know, a lot of heat was taken by 343 because of the fact that, you know, it wasn't going to have multiplayer at launch as far as for the story missions. And now... They have pushed it back to May. No one really talking about it because everyone's happy that the shadow dropped the multiplayer. So, and they're gonna further push out Forge because Forge is not gonna start until season three. So, um, so originally I think a lot of people thought it was gonna be about six months after launch. We don't know when Forge is coming actually. So, and so that's basically it. I know they had a blog post with the. Uh, Joseph Staten talking about all this business and as far as why they pushed it back until May uh, for the um, for the multiplayer um, story mode on there. But uh, I know a lot of people are not campaign co-op, you know, are not happy about it. But uh, anything to say about this, Kev? I mean, we already talked about this ad nauseum previously. So. Yeah, it, you know. It it. It is, it is what it is, you know, designed from the ground up for Game Pass, you know. Mm-hmm. And we'll see. I mean, right now we've seen a lot of impressions about the story mode from your usual game chair mafia sources. Paris saying it's the best gameplay in Halo he's ever seen. And I've, I've seen hyperbole online saying that this is Halo's Breath of the Wild. Talking about oh my gosh! <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, that what I saw that. Can can we just can we stop the cap for just a second? I mean, I know y'all got these. I know your y'all's bank accounts got these fresh Spencer bucks in them, and I know you know I get it. But I mean, oh, oh, it plays like Breath of the Wild. Oh, it plays more like Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh, it plays like uh, 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 Far Cry. Uh, come on, man. I, I, I saw that. I, 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 this is why I cannot take gaming <laughs> journalists seriously. They, I cannot take that those people seriously at all. I, I, I was looking at that. I'm like, you have got to be kidding i know you gotta pay for that money i know that i know that shill has a price i get it but damn it's like at least try you know (laughs) at least try i mean i don't know if you got someone posted posted uh grubs gameplay video of where he was trying to compare it to breath of the wild and talking about how like i guess in breath of the wild you can chop down a tree to get to another section and he was trying to shoot a tree to make it fall over and the tree <laughs> the tree didn't even have any bullet rounds and it was just like hey i don't know what you expect from me 
it, it probably like, just flopped over and yeah. disappeared, right? Or no, it didn't even do anything. It was just there. Just sat it there, was yeah. just a part of the part of the environment. But it, I mean, it didn't even react to the to the bullets that he was putting in it. And oh well, no, it's not like breath of. It's like, dude, dude, I realize you got a cap for that cash, but come on, man, it, this is just this is sad at this point. I don't know. Just take your hyperbole out of your butt and basically just, I don't know, trying to make analogies out. This is the new uh, Breath of the Wild. This is the new Far Cry. It's like, come on, man. Just let they the gotta, game be well, the game. Let the game well, they be have the game. To, they have to allow it so that people can understand, like, this is what you're, you're used to. Like, this is what this is what you want it to be, you know. Yeah, you like then, this game? Here is this other game. You like this yeah, game? Oh my god! Some bucks got prices attached to it, man. I mean, but at least, but but at least, when Spencer pays for this for these things, and, and you can't tell me that 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 it's not that these are not being paid for. I, I oh, they are. I, mean, I can't. You, you there's you cannot convince me that these are these caps are not paid for. They should at least have like bare minimum requirement for like creativity and, and at least logic in the statement you know it's you know if you're gonna if you're gonna cap if you're gonna cap at me it, at least sound like you put some degree of effort into it <laughs> don't just why they, they don't just do pissing that. in boots and saying it's rain it, it's, yeah <laughs> they they don't have to do anything else i feel so sad about it I don't know. I, I just, I just want to like uh, hyperlink like Spotify. P- Public enemies don't believe the hype because that's, yeah. like, that's pretty much yeah, where we're boy. at. But people want to believe it, so I can't be. You know, I'm just like, okay, well, you want to believe the hype? You want to make this quote unquote better? Then do what and you got to do. And the thing is, like is that. that it's like you're, you're not. Nobody's saying that that it's it. Now, I don't know. I haven't played the campaign. Maybe it's garbage. Maybe it's great. I, I have no idea because I haven't played it. But whether it's a good game or a bad game, what they're saying has no has, has no bearing on the quality of the product. You know, talk about the product that you've played. Talk about that and say, here's what I liked about it. Here's maybe what I didn't like it. Here's what I'd like to see them change about it. But it is it is just the bloviating that that just has me. It's, it's, I tell you, man, I don't know what gaming journalism started out as. I mean, I remember the EGMs, the Electronic Gaming Monthly that I used to read back in the 2600 and the Intellivision days. I I don't recall, and even all the way through NES, SNES, Genesis, I, I don't remember hearing the reading just the the level of cap that is going on when the on these social media platforms, you know, from these so called gaming journalists from from back then. I, I just don't recall it, you know. Maybe yeah. game fan, maybe game fan. You know, some would call them the godfathers of cap in gaming journalism, maybe. <laughs> but but even then, it, I I looked at Game Fan as just these guys were just really excited for for these games. I yeah, know. there's there's nothing to say that his excitement for this. We're yeah. not playing it. We don't know, and maybe that's his overall 
impressions. I know he's saying that you could chop down trees and start fires, but people have proven that you can't do either on here. But There's no reason on. to say that. There's no reason to well, say maybe, that. Maybe it's maybe again, maybe it's in the main in the main game. Yeah. But um, no, it ain't. I know, but still. (laughs) This is his quote from Twitter. Uh, This is Jeff Grubb from Gamespeed. It says, I think that Halo Infinite is closer to Breath of the Wild than, say, to Far Cry. And I hope it can maintain that momentum as I play through the rest of it. He's talking about the campaign. So, on there. And I said, also, he also stated that I know this is wasted on people who would never read the story, but the point isn't that Infinite plays like Breath of the Wild. I never said that, but the way that Breath of the Wild look to Zelda 1 as his inspiration for its open world. Infinite looks to Halo 1 for its inspiration. That's its, his explanation about the analogy that it made. So uh, it kind of makes sense. So, yeah, in a way. That's not, that's, <laughs> he actually did say that it played like all those games. Yeah. He actually I, did say that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, aside that, um, <laughs> there's other Xbox news because Phil Spencer, the man, uh, had an interview with GQ of all outlets for the Xbox 20th anniversary, and he commented on the acquisition of Zenimax Media, Bethesda, uh, on there, but he has confirmed uh, that Elder Scrolls 6 is going to be Xbox and PC only on there. So. We knew that already, though. Yeah. And he stated that it's not about punishing any other platform. Like I fundamentally believe all the platforms can continue to grow, but in order uh, to be on Xbox, I want us to be able to bring the full complete package of what we have. And that would be true when I think about Elder Scrolls Six. That would be true when I think about any of other other franchises on there. And um, you know, basically, he's just commenting and confirming and a lot of people reporting in this news even though like you said des that uh you know people were unsure and a lot of people still think that you know it might be a timed exclusive or whatnot but nah. you know if you want to play starfield if you want to play elder scrolls 6 guess what just go get a pc go buy an xbox so don't worry about it yeah i honestly was and i i admit i admit my ills i honestly didn't think that was that was going to happen. I thought that the exclusivity would be for those games that are like specifically um, geared to keeping you plugged into the service, you know, like you know other games as a service type stuff, and that the traditional RPGs that they were that Bethesda would be coming out would still be multi-platform. Uh, so I admit I admit my L. So I take an L on that because I didn't think that they were going to do that. Uh, but the fact that he has to come out here and I don't know, I'm just why are the fact that he feels it's necessary to explain this to people is just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Console ex- console exclusives build the identity for the for that console. I mean, it it creates the desire for people to want to buy that box. And although Xbox is consistently doing things and saying things that makes you want, makes, makes people think, hey, I don't need to own an Xbox. And really, you don't. But the fact that they put in R&D, all that research and development money, that doesn't come cheap. 
and they put this product out, you can't tell me that they don't want to see it sold. You know, this is how consoles have worked from day one. And, you know, yes, Xbox, that's what people have, that has been the biggest glaring criticism that spanned the entire generation of the Xbox One. Where are those console exclusives, those uh, those games that make you say, yeah, this is why I bought my Xbox one or my Xbox in this, in, uh, in, in this case, you know, th- that whole generation was lost because they had, they had no, uh, no exclusives to really build the format on. And it looks like they're changing that now with the series in the series, uh, lifespan. And that's good. I, I want, I have a series X. I want to have a reason to turn it on. You know, right now that's four as a five and not a whole, not too much else. Well, Master Chief. Want... Well, yeah, no, <laughs> I am playing that. Oh, sorry. Um, <clears throat> you were serious. Oh. <laughs> you know, Ooh. but the fact that he feels it's necessary to to say that is just shows you how weird this gaming community is in 2021. Yeah. Well, they're very entitled. So, yeah, you know. Everything should be cross-platform. Everything should be completely accessible. I mean, yeah. So to think that things would be exclusive is just something that they just don't understand. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I mean we, got, we got gaming journalists capping for piracy over Metroid, over, over Metroid Dread. This is yeah. how bad it's gotten. Yep. You know, absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And other Microsoft news, just to cap off our Microsoft section, <laughs> God, is that um, wow. Microsoft is finally updating its PC store to make Game Pass functional and not wipe out your hard drive. Remember, we <laughs> talked about this previously, where you couldn't access the files on your C drive using Windows. Um, even though you deleted files like games on Games Pass, um, users were having issues to where um, they found that even though they tried to delete it, they were not able to delete game files, you know, taking up uh, gigs of, you know, hard drive space on there. And they have finally decided to update their interface. So basically, um, they are giving the users ability to be able to save anywhere on your C- on your hard drive on there. You have actually a folder that you have access to that is not locked uh, by Windows on there. You can't, you know, you 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 could have access to your files versus having to go to administrator mode and do a back way to try to do this. I mean, if you go look at the Resetera thread. On Games Pass on PC, everyone's just been trashing the Xbox Games Pass on PC, and especially with Windows Store. But uh, hopefully this will fix everything. Uh, You have the ability to be able to save your games on whatever hard drive you want to save it on, have access to it. God forbid, mod the game if you want to. on there so and uh you know basically they're also adding things like hdr support with older games just like they do on xbox series x and s on there and also ability to be able to play some games via the cloud as well so so the upgrade right now is currently being beta tested by the xbox insider program 
on there, but we'll definitely let you know once it is ready for rollout because I know our PC oriented listeners like Gerald and uh, Will D will probably be more interested in this. And for me, it will probably get me back and interested to see if there's anything on the PC side of Games Pass to fire up and play on there because as soon as I read this crap, it's like I just said Games Pass is next to nil for me. And I know, Des, I don't think you're going back to PC Games Pass there regardless, right? No, I, I, I have, I have done what I needed to do with it. I said my piece. Mm-mm. That is not, that is not what's up, yo. Mm-mm. Got it. But kudos for Microsoft for fixing it finally. But this has been going on for years, unfortunately. So, all right. And another next thing to apologize for, and we talked about extensively on last show had to do with rockstar's grand theft auto trilogy definitive edition this is kevin's favorite topic (laughs) of the week with all the uh glitch videos uh on youtube because they are very amusing on they are the highlight of my day (laughs) but hey they have came out to apologize for it so they have apologized for it so and they stated that apologize for what they call unexpected technical issues that came to light as part unexpected of the technical <laughs> issues. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes okay. So that's what we're calling it now. <laughs> unexpected technical issues. Okay. Yes. We want to sincerely apologize to everyone who's encountered issues <laughs> playing these games. The updated version of these classic games did not launch in the state that meets our mm. standards of quality or the standards our fans have come to expect. <laughs> in the meantime, it pains us to mention that we are hearing reports of members of the development teams being harassed on social media. We would kindly ask our community to please maintain a respectful and civil discourse around this release as we work through these issues. So, poor, poor uh, company. <laughs> that released this well i don't want them to you know have death threats and crap like that but no yeah yeah wow this is is so (laughs) y'all i'm sorry man uh y'all can kick rocks man (laughs) you guys knew you guys knew what this was you guys, Rockstar, y'all knew what, what was going to happen. Y'all didn't care. You put it out. This, I, I have, don't know how you can put a product out that was this bad and ex, and not expect backlash at it. In this, in this, social media run age that we live in it that we're living in right now how did you not expect to get clapped back for this now i'm not excusing threats i'm not excusing whatever kind of you know personal attacks that that their employees are receiving there's no excuse for that but come on y'all didn't expect this You've got to be, man. Yeah, Rockstar says it has, quote-unquote, ongoing plans to address the technical issues and then approve each game and that each update, the games will reach the level of quality that they deserve to be, Mm -hmm. (laughs) quote-unquote. 
The first of these updates are due for all versions of the Definitive Edition in the coming days. And the, the first update did come, but like San Andreas has a part where you're on a bridge and the bridge is invisible. Disappears, <laughs> yeah. And it's mm-hmm. still it's still gone. They did yeah. update the rain effect, but there has been some modders getting into the weeds a little bit and trying to fix some of the stuff. But Digital Foundry did a breakdown of uh, all of the additions, and they basically stated that this every version is pretty much trash. Yeah, like mm-hmm. they recommended the PS5 version that you play the PS4 version in back compat mode because of the fact that it runs close to 60 frames a second close but not there Mm -hmm. and you have to run it in like a very much lower fidelity version of the game so on there they did um throw a quote-unquote bone out there they made the original games available on their launcher not on steam or anywhere else and they are giving the classic bundle to owners whoever ponied up for this definitive edition and paid 60 dollars for it (laughs) At no extra cost until June 30th of 2022. Mm-hmm. So, geez, thank you Still so much. They have not made a similar offer for console owners on there. And then they, in their statement, once again, we'd like to thank everyone for their patience and understanding while we work no. through these updates to no. ensure these games meet Y'all everyone's. <laughs> kick the biggest rocks. I hope you foot breaks on the rock that you kick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and lo and behold alberto let us know i know we talked about this a couple of main events ago but he did not put the money down his wallet is saved he did no, not buy this game man. on launch so. and i think all man. of us i am glad glad i didn't do that so this game is almost worth owning just to see the glitch just for the glitches i say almost well, Not quite. Download San Andreas right now on your game. No, pass no, and check it, it out. <laughs> no. I, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost worth playing just to see the, just to see the nonsense. I mean, the, the level. <laughs> again, if you guys want to laugh, and I, I'm, I, I mean this in all sincerity, the Grand Theft, the GTA trilogy glitch compilation videos are just the gift that keeps on giving. If you're having a bad day at work, you're having a stressful day, watch one of those and (laughs) you will instantly feel the laughter that will come pouring out of your soul when you see this stuff. will make you instantly feel better and be able to face whatever challenges you're dealing with. It's... It's fantastic, but no, Rockstar can kick rocks with that little corporate nonsense spill that they just wrote. Mm-mm. All right, well, that's enough of that. So, got a couple more things to talk about, and then we'll close this show up. But Riot Games uh, went ahead and shadow dropped a couple of uh, their League of Legends spinoff games, and uh, one game in particular had me and Desmond kind of like on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they kind of dropped, the first game was the Next Tech Mayhem, a League of Legends story. They subtitle all their League of Legends inspired games with the subtitle, but uh, it's a new rhythm runner from Choice Provisions, the studio behind the acclaimed Bit Trips uh, series on there. So you do have a, basically a running 
uh, game like BitTrip uh, with uh, a League of Legends character on there. And I like the fact that they are going out to these different studios and kind of funding these games and trying to grow uh, the franchise because, you know, I wouldn't touch League of Legends if you paid me cash money. But, you know, if, if it's bringing out these kind of cool games, in the same universe, I have no mind. And the game that I was referencing earlier that both me and Des were interested in, in fact, I went ahead and picked it up. Uh, this game called Ruin King, a League of Legends story, is a turn-based RPG. It's the latest game from Airship Syndicate, the developer behind uh, Darksiders. Um, and uh, basically, you know, it's almost in a way kind of a, I wouldn't say a sequel, but kind of in the same vein as the, their previous RPG Battle Chasers on there. And Joe Matt always had great art, and, um, you know, the game looks very good on there. I don't know if you want to talk a little bit more about it, Des. Are you there, Des? Sorry, if you've played Battle Chasers, you've kind of played this game, um, only because it it is a it's three... It's you're playing with three characters, and each of the characters has, um, you know, their their basic moves. So it's an RPG, um, in which you have your three characters, and then the new thing about it is this thing around called lanes, in which you pick a lane, um, and you have like an immediate lane, you have a mid lane, and then you have like a late lane, and each lane does a different uh, power. Um, so if you have um, if you do like the the immediate lane, uh, it's less power, but you do it. You do your your move goes off immediately. If you have the middle lane, you're like it's middle power and it and it has like a little bit of a wind up. And then the more the last lane is more powerful, but it puts you further back in the line. So it has this this sort of line type of of way of of doing of doing it. And you've seen other games that are like that, in which you've had. Um, like if, if you do a move, it's I guess it's sort of like uh Darkest Dungeon and that you 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 have your move and then the move will go further uh depending on your move will put you further back in the line or some other games have been like it, you know, where 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 you do your move and it will tell you where you're gonna be pushed back in the line of attack and uh, Final Fantasy's done it, so it's not a it's not a new system. But what I like about it is the I don't want to say the complexity of the of the action, but but the the way the characters move. There's so much movement in in the characters, and Joe Mad's artwork of Air, Air, Airship Syndicate is just fantastic. If you're not, you know, they he did they did Night Stalkers, they did Dark, uh, they did uh, sorry Battle Chasers, and they did Dark Stalkers. So if you like that kind of chunky, you know, battle type, um armor and and that look that that really stylized comic book look then you're gonna love it i have no frame of reference for uh league of legends i do know that they have a cartoon a netflix cartoon show that that just came out and people are saying that it's really good um but again i have no frame of reference for it so we'll just have to see how it um how it goes i have not played the game yet because I'm fearful that if I start playing, I will play like nothing else. But <laughs> if you've played, which is not true, but but if you've played uh, Darkstalkers, then you sort of know. Darksiders? Sorry, no, sorry. If you played, um, sorry, Battle Chasers, not Dark, sorry. 
if you've played Battle Chasers, then you probably you probably know a little bit about what to expect because it it plays a lot like that game. Um, at least what I've what I've seen of uh, of of the game. I have not uh, played it as of yet. I want to, and I own it. I just haven't done it yet. Um, yeah. And it's at this point there is no there is no um, physical. It's all um, it's all um, digital. Yeah. Yeah. It's all digital right now. Which part of me is kind of like, but I understand. It's easier to get your stuff out there when it's just digital and you have to worry about pressing any discs. But if they ever do a a disc, I don't know if I'm gonna pick it up or not. But it looks like I might because it just. I don't know. I'm, that, I'm, a, that, uh, I'm a sucker for 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 air air syndicate games. Like I just really absolutely adore them. So yeah, um, I mean, right now it's thirty bucks for Xbox One, PC, and uh, PlayStation platforms, and then there's upgrades for Series X and S and PS5 coming soon. And if you do buy the game now, you get it for free, and it does kind of tell the tale of League of Legends champions Misfortune, Braum, Yasuo, Ahiri, and Pike. Honor. So these are all like uh, character avatars from League of Legends themselves are kind of expanding on their stories a bit. And to me, it's all brand new because I have not played League or nope. I'm going to touch League. So, yeah, I have no idea what I have no idea what League is about or anything. So, yay. <laughs> there, there's a couple more games coming out that they're going to be bringing out towards the beginning of the year, including a uh, Games developed by Tequila Works, which was the developer of Rhyme on there. They're doing a song of Nunu uh, on there, which is going to be an action adventure on there, single player adventure. And then uh, there's also a game called Convergence as well, which is going to be a 2D action platformer with time control elements. I was watching that trailer a little bit, and that looks kind of crazy with the art style and everything that they're doing. So as long as they could riff off some of these characters from the main game and spend all that money money that they've been earning through league and, and support these kind of smaller double a developers in the meantime to do that. I think, uh, I will welcome this like no end as long as the stories that they tell are engaging. I don't care where the money or where the inspiration is coming from, even if it's from a game, I don't really, you know, followed all that much. So, but, uh, good on them and something we'll probably be talking about in the future. And then, Last but not least, the uh, last news story I want to discuss, and this is more, uh, I want to get Kevin's take on this. Um, Bandai Namco announced a new Dragon Ball game. It's called Dragon Ball The Breakers on here. And uh, basically the gameplay is going to see seven survivors, regular citizens stuck in a temporal seam on here, fighting to push back the raider and escape using the super time machine. So, they are basically taking cues uh, from, dare I say, Dead by Daylight and doing an asymmetrical multiplayer game using the Dragon Ball license on there. This is being done by Dimps, which is the developers of Xenoverse 1 and 2 on here, but uh, it's coming out for 2022 on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on there and um you know i know you're a big dragon ball fan kev i don't know if you might be a fan of this type of genre necessarily you have any take on it or i say that it i i applaud them for the new angle um 
I don't know if I'm necessarily the target audience for this type of game, but I give them all the kudos for approaching the angle because just about every Dragon Ball arc or Dragon Ball Z arc in particular has been gamified uh, in <laughs> yeah, multiple yeah. times in some form or fashion. Basically what this is, um, this is the Cell Saga. And when Cell showed up, and he's not com- he's not complete cell yet. I mean, he becomes complete cell after he absorbs Android uh, seventeen and eighteen. But in it looks like because I've seen the trailer, it looks like um, you're playing like a gal that looks like Bulma but isn't, and a dude that looks like the pig. I don't know if he's the pig character. I can't remember his name or not, but. Your regular people trying to survive Cell's attack on the city before he becomes perfect, and I think that's pretty dope. In as far as game ideas go, I mean, you know, would I love to see another Dragon Ball Fighters two? Would like to see Dragon Ball Fighters two? And I have no doubt that that's coming. Uh, Yes, but. I, I applaud the new approach of going in and retelling these uh, these Dragon Ball arcs in with game types that have never been done before, and I, I give them all the I give Dimps all the kudos in the world just for that. Is this game for me? It probably isn't. Will I buy it? I probably won't, but I I dig what they're trying to do. And as much as people say about it, I've not played it, but Xenoverse 2 is still going. I mean, there's people mm-hmm. out there that have been playing it all along. And so Dimps is basically the developer that did Xenoverse 2. And so I, they even had an update even like a, about a month ago on there. I'm kind of curious if uh, they're going to bring it out for maybe PS5 and the next gen and possibly bring it over to Xbox. You know, I think it's available on Xbox One, but I'm not <laughs> sure if they have it up for series, but... Yeah. It was asked, I, yeah. I wanted to like Xenoverse. I I just couldn't get into it. Gotcha. Did you try yeah, both could one I. and two? I tried. I both. tried. I tried one, and I want to say I tried two, but I honestly can't say for sure. I, it's, it's just more of the same, honestly. And uh, there, the thing that that I didn't dig was that there's no real impact in your moves. <clears throat> like you're punching, and or you're hit throw, hitting a blast, hitting somebody with a blast, and the reaction is just the same. It, it, it's, I think the best uh, outside of fighters, the best game that captures uh, Dragon Ball is probably Kakarot. Even though the gameplay drove me insane, the things that it was doing in the process of gamifying it drove me insane, and and I eventually took it back. Kakarot is the one that captures. Dragon Ball the best, I think. In Xenoverse, you know, I, I just felt like I'm, particularly when you're far away, I'm just shooting blasts at little icons on the screen until you get up close. And then the the punches and the blasts don't seem to have all that much impact. And I, it just really didn't, it really didn't capture my attention. But Kakarot is probably the best game that captures the essence of Dragon Ball as far as how it's presented uh, 
impact behind your moves. There is impact behind your moves. It's just the gameplay just just irked the hell out of me. <laughs> That's why I couldn't mm-hmm. I couldn't continue to play it. But yeah, most people will not be effective. Like I said, I'm a brawler snob. So uh, I, I pick up on stuff. And when the things that would not necessarily bother other people uh, bother the hell out of me with with uh, genres that I'm a big fan of. So. But right, yeah, dude. we'll have to see once uh, I know it's going to be out as far as an open beta on PC pretty soon. So. Uh, but we'll keep an eye out and maybe see if the console um, beta is going to be available and kind of take it from there. Maybe we'll check it out, get into some asymmetrical Dragon Ball and see how it goes. So, who knows? And, and uh, as far as P- PlayStation PC Stick Watch, do, 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 do. PC, PC, PlayStation PC Stick Watch, there's no news, unfortunately, right now, <laughs> but we'll let you know on that developing story on there. And that's all for the news. All right. All right. Uh, contact. You can reach our show at gamingvessels at gmail.com. That's the email you want to use. If you've heard something you want to respond to, or if you yourself would like to be on our show and get your opinions on the wonderful world of gaming out to our listeners, you're going to want to send that feedback to gamingvessels at gmail.com. We also have an account on Twitter. We are at Gaming Vessels, G-A-M-I-N-G-V-E-S-S-E-L-S. <clears throat> and we also have a, um, what is that? Uh, what, what is Discord? that app? Discord. Yeah, my brain just completely farted. We, right. also have a, we also have a, disc, uh, a server on Discord. Uh, I'm sure, as most of you have noticed, uh, discussions on social media have become a dumpster fire. Uh, we have a ve- uh, varied opinions in our Discord server, but yet we are able to, to share those varied opinions in very respectful manners. And we have good discussions, good debates on gaming. So I would encourage you uh, to, if you are, are enjoying what you're hearing then please continue that in our Discord community. You can find a link to that um, on any podcast aggregate that you use to download our show from. You can also find that link on our uh, Gaming Vessels Twitter page. Individually, we can be reached uh, on Twitter. I can be found at shonuff 71 That's S-H-O-N-U-F-F, the number 71 on Twitter. On PlayStation Network, I am Shonuff7. Same spelling with number 7 at the end. Xbox, I can be found at Shonuff071. Same spelling with 071 at the end. Steam is Shonuff71. Same spelling as originally. And my Switch friend code, 7658-2155-3309. Trader Joe, where can folks get a hold of you at, man? All right, eight six seven five three zero nine. Oh wait, no, that's wrong. Uh, uh, I don't think so, buddy. Uh, yeah, you could reach me on Twitter at Jabroni Chief, not Joe Fong Gold, Chris Brown. Jabroni Chief, J A B R O N I C H I E F, on here. Um, go by the handle on also PSN and Steam, Xbox. I'm Jabroni Chief three seven four, and on the Nintendo Switch platform, my friend code is four seven one two five nine five three one four 
zero nine right at everywhere you could put it so i could get more friends indeed indeed he needs some <laughs> des where can they get a hold of you at man all right y'all can find me uh on twitter at the nemo six that's t-h-e-n-e-m-o-s-i-x you can find me on PSN, Steam, and Xbox Live at Nemo Tigger. That's N-E-M-O-T-G-G-R. And you can find me on Nintendo at uh, 5280-6674-4519. Uh, let's play Mario Party. It could be fun. Also, uh, when you message us, let us know how you heard about us. We want to talk to uh, people, not bots. So please, let us know. Uh, we would love to... Talk to people, not bots. Indeed, indeed. And of course, a special shout out to everyone who participated in our main event. Special shout out to Fred French, Alberto, Gerald. Again, like I say every week, without y'all, we would just be three old dudes yapping into the internet ether. So again, special shout out to everyone who participates in our main events, participates in our Discord server, keeps that community hopping and jumping. We appreciate you guys. Uh, plenty of other things you could be doing, plenty of other uh, uh, out, outposts and hangouts that you could be in. But the fact that you guys took the time out to respond, send in a, to respond to a main event, on social media, take time to uh, interact with with us and each other in our Discord server. It means a hell of a lot, and we I don't want an episode to go by without us thanking you guys for for making it uh, what it is, which is a whole lot of fun. <clears throat> so that's going to bring episode one forty eight to a close for Des, aka the high res hater, aka. <clears throat> excuse me the cat daddy aka the um the bay Gamers. area terror I, i'm forgetting my brain is not working today he's tired <laughs> okay. yeah. aka the, the gamer step daddy and for trader joe aka the jabroni chief you're you <laughs> I, I am showing up 71 aka digger doolamite that purple bling bling yo and we will we will be back next week with episode 149 in your ears peace